morning. And well, it's a gather around the word of God to encourage and that it's God's people. Now we're listening to Jesus speaking on his formal public ministry as we move towards the events. Jesus Christ. O most merciful God, 
who has given your only begotten Son to die for us. Have mercy upon us, and for his sake grant us remission of all our sins. And by your Holy Spirit, increase in us to knowledge of you, and of your will, and true obedience to your word, to the end that by your grace we may come to everlasting life, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, has had mercy upon us and has given his only Son to die for us and for his sake forgives us all our sins. To those who believe on his name, he gives the power to become the children of God and has promised them his Holy Spirit. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. Grant this, Lord, unto us all. And we turn to the introit for the day, which is in our bulletin, and there we read responsibly. I will tell of your name to my brothers. All the ends of the year shall remember and turn to the Lord. For the kingship belongs to the Lord. All the prosperous of the earth eat and worship. Even one who could not keep himself alive. Posterity shall serve him. They shall come and proclaim his righteousness to a people yet unborn. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, there is now, and will be forever. We continue with the glory of God.
Almighty and everlasting God, mercifully look upon our infirmities and stretch forth the hand of your majesty to heal and defend us. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever.
the third Sunday after the Epiphany, is the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 4, beginning in verse 1. And here we listen to Jesus as he begins and as Matthew records his public ministry. When Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he returned to Galilee, leaving Nazareth. He went and lived in Capernaum, which was by the lake in the area of Zebulun and Naphtali, to fulfill what was said through the prophet Isaiah, land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, the way to the sea along the Jordan, Galilee of the Galileans, the people living in darkness have seen great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light is gone. From that time on, Jesus began to preach, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, called Peter, and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake. They were fishermen. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee, pre preparing their nets. Jesus called them, and immediately they left the boat and their father. Jesus went throughout Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness among the people. News about him spread all over Syria, and people brought to him who were ill of various diseases. Those suffering severe pain, the demon-possessed, those having seizures, and the paralyzed, and he healed them. Large crowds from Galilee and Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, the region across the Jordan, followed him. This is the Gospel of the Lord. And now we make confession to God and to one another in the words of the Apostles' Creed on page 192 and also in the back of I believe in God the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day He rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence He will come to judge the living. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. We continue with the sermon. Please.
Grace, mercy, and peace from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God that I share with you this morning is our gospel lesson. And again, I ask you to pray with me. Jesus, thank you for coming into our world and taking on the role of our Savior, taking our sins to the cross, suffering and dying and rising again. As you proclaimed that good news and called people to repent, so give us the joy of sharing that good news and inviting everyone to hear your word and come to you in repentance. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In the name of our risen and ascended Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Yes, all of a sudden, Jesus, we're walking with him now as a 33-year-old. It was just a few weeks ago that he was a baby in a manger, and now he's proclaiming the message of what God wants all to hear, that we are his through the gift of faith and forgiveness of sins given to us by God's Holy Spirit. Yes, we are his. As I was studying this text, looking at it and going through different things, I came across the thought in my own mind, I'd like to ask you, Question. Were you baptized or are you baptized? The reason I ask that is because if we just say we were baptized, it sounds like it was in the past and that's what happened there and it doesn't have any connection to now. But if we say we are baptized, it's an ongoing thing. Unfortunately, our English language doesn't have all of the nuances that the Greek language does. If we would say we were baptized, that would probably be in the Greek, the aorist form at once, it happened once and that's it. But if it is the future text or future context, it happened and it has ongoing effects because it wasn't just something that happened in the past. Fact is, many of us don't remember our baptism at all, do we? I was about a month old. I don't remember anything about it. But I know that I am baptized. Now you, as you heard me say, I am baptized into Christ. Not that I was baptized. And the reason I'm talking about this this way is because our baptism wasn't just a one-time happening, but it was something that was given and it has continued ongoing results and effects. 
You were baptized into Jesus Christ. We live in him and he lives in us. And so that it is a now thing as well. And Jesus here was saying something exactly or similar to what John the Baptist was saying. Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. And again, looking at the text and the words that were used, Jesus was saying, be repenting. It's not just a one-time thing again, but rather an ongoing thing that we are doing because we sin every day, don't we? And we need to repent every day. We need to come to our Lord and say to him, Lord, forgive me for I have sinned. Please wipe away my sin and strengthen my faith that I may continue to celebrate who I am in Jesus Christ. The scriptures teach us that we cannot but sin, that our natural human condition apart from God's grace and the faith he creates is a life separate from the host from and hostile to God. In this state, we pursue, pursue only self-preservation, self-gratification, and self-exaltation. In Martin Luther's words, he described it as having a heart curved in on itself. As such, we're unable to live in complete obedience to God's command, to love him, with all our heart, soul, and mind, and strength. And so, we're guilty. And it is only through the Holy Spirit working through the water and the word of baptism that we are created anew, that we are made alive in Jesus Christ, and that is what I love to say. And it is at our baptism that that faith was created in Christ lives in us. It wasn't something that happened back, just back there, but it is constantly working in us every day. We are alive in Christ. Christ living in us. This is a part of who we are. And so this repent is essentially a part of all of that. We come to him and say, Lord, forgive me for I have sinned. We know that we cannot save ourselves. We cannot fix this relationship. We cannot make ourselves right with God. But what's so beautiful is that God forgives us freely. Yes, the bad news is that we do sin daily. The good news is that God forgives freely. This is what 
Jesus was saying in that when he said, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. He wanted everybody to know that he was there to bring forgiveness, life and salvation to all of them, to make them alive in him. That's what he was there for. And that's what he was bringing to everybody. Yes, this is the good news. In scripture, the word repent means to turn. I'm sure many of you, though I know some of you have not seen it, but for the last several summers, I've enjoyed driving up 31 and just where the passing lanes are, there are several fields that have been planted with sunflowers. And I don't know if you've really observed them or just saw them and drove by, but it's sort of unique about the sunflower is the flower turns its head towards the sun as the day goes by. And so in the morning when I would drive up here to the church, this, the flowers would be facing to the east. And then later on in the day, you would see them facing towards the south. And then later on in the afternoon, they would even turn towards the west. They followed the sun. It's a unique thing about sunflowers, I guess. The same thing is true about us. In repentance, we turn to Christ and we focus on him, keeping our focus always in that direction. This is what Jesus was calling people to do here as he began his public ministry, calling them to come to know him and to repent and celebrate the gift of God in Jesus Christ. And he also, our text also talks about Jesus calling these disciples. And it's sort of unique about these men. Jesus said, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And they didn't hesitate. They left their nets and their boats and followed him. And even they left their families that they might hear the word of God, share the word of God, and celebrate the word of God. May we too continue to follow Christ. May we too, every day, turn to him in repentance and thank him for the forgiveness that is ours through his life, death, and resurrection. God has made us his by his Holy Spirit. He has created in us the gift of faith, 
and we celebrate that faith and we live in that faith knowing that yes we're sinners and we will always be but that we have forgiveness in him because he came lived and died and rose again for us and God has given us this gift of faith in him so that we might have that that's how we are that's how he made us his because by ourselves we cannot set ourselves free what is the one thing that we never stop doing and we were talking about that in confirmation class this past week what is the one thing that you are guilty of and even if you don't do anything you are still a sinner it's something we inherited Adam and Eve messed it all up and we're still suffering the consequences of their wanting to try that proverbial fruit Satan tempted them and they were perfect Satan does a bad job of tempting us every day and so we are sinners 24-7 and we need God's forgiveness each and every day and that's why Jesus said repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. As we repent, we know we come to him and know that we, through Christ, are forgiven. That God loves us that much. Not that we can do anything to earn or deserve that forgiveness, but God gives it to us out of his wonderful love and grace. Forgiveness, life, and salvation are ours through him. May we continue to repent every day. Or as the Greek translation of the word is, be repenting. Don't stop repenting. Because we know through that we have God's forgiveness as well. Yes, the good news is that God forgives freely. May that be your joy today. In Jesus' name, amen. Lord, thank you for calling us and making us yours, giving us the gift of faith, the forgiveness of sins, life, and salvation. Help us, Lord, to continue to be repenting every day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We rise for prayer.
we have two new names on our prayer list this morning. Joe, Lucas, and it is Father Robert Zakowski. He is the priest at St. Heart Catholic Church here in Elk Rapids. He is severely ill. And so we add their names to our prayers today. Along with Jack and Jim and Gabby and Christy and Marge, Peg and Kurt, Stan, Harriet, Marilyn, Mike, Annabelle, Ken, Carl, Kathy Ann, Jean, and all others who are on our hearts and minds. And so we pray. Lord of all nations, your Son became flesh to enlighten a world darkened by sin with his grace. Visit us with his gifts of forgiveness and life, that our way may be glorious with his life, his salvation. Almighty God, your son's loss and crucifixion is folly to the world, but it is the source of repentance and forgiveness for all his elect. Preserve the preaching of the cross in our midst, that from this life-giving tree we would continue to receive your faith-preserving gifts. Almighty God, you have called us to be united in the same mind and judgment in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Preserve us from divisions and quarrelings wrought by false teachings and cults of personality, and fix our eyes on the word. Heavenly Father, you sent your Son as the Savior of the world, that all the families of the nations might worship before you. Bless the families of this congregation with your grace and protection, that they might remember you in both joy and trouble, and worship before you forevermore. O Lord, all kingdomships belong to you. Rule over our nation for the good of your people, that we might live in peace. Holy God, your Son welcomed the sick, the afflicted, and those oppressed by demons, and healed them. Have mercy upon all whom we bring before you today, those we have named and those that may be on our hearts and minds, and deliver them according to your gracious will. We also ask you to bless and give your gifts to those who bring healing to human bodies, the doctors and nurses and medical teams, that through them you may bring healing. Almighty God, the fame of your Son spread everywhere as people witnessed his miracles and wonders as he has wondrously saved us from sin and death. So open our mouths to speak of him to all who will hear. O Lord, Heavenly Father, we gratefully remember the sufferings and death of your Son, Jesus Christ, for our salvation. Rejoicing in his victorious resurrection from the dead, we draw strength from his ascension before you, for he ever stands for us as our own high priest. 
gather us together from the ends of the earth to celebrate with all the faithful the marriage of the feast of the Lamb in his kingdom, which has no end. Graciously receive our prayers. Deliver and preserve us for all. For to you alone we give all glory, honor, and worship. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God, one forever. We pray the Lord. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Blessed Lord, you have caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning. Grant that we may so hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by patience and comfort of your holy word, we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And now receive the blessing of God. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. We continue with our blessing.